0: Enjoy the convenience of 7 days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC.
1: Plays That's a big problem. The team Rogers left is headed for the darkness. That in 60
0: Live seconds from the Hogs Meat Market Studios. This is out of bounds.
2: Bigger, faster, stronger. Um, it was kind of surprising because honestly, we, we set up, we set up, we set we certain weights we wanted to be at. And I hit the 235, and um, I talked to him about it, and he was like, uh, when we get 235, you got to lose muscle. I said, well, you know, when we do that, and we stay where you at. So he's in great condition. I'm rocking of those guys who he competes every day like he's like eighth string or something. Like he competes all the time, so he goes all the
0: yeah, yeah. With hey, John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin.
2: Who won't go on the shell. Who won't go in attack
0: mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037, the buzz. With my boobay,
3: tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your wealthy girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good. Would you say there on my taste buds? I can't wait to bet he will let me do the extra. Pull up for your black and break it down. We play a trust. AM to the If I quit your beam I still rock Mercedes Funk. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest Funk. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble.
4: Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsme Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, where we've been reacting to everything over the sports weekend, especially with the football side of things. you got fall camp starting up at an NFL preseason game to even watch on Thursday night. But uh, still some lot of news coming out from the NFL, and uh, we know there was fights, there was soccer, there was baseball, there was just all types of craziness going on in the sports world. So, we're going to continue to talk about that right now as we go to the phone lines and welcome in friend of the show, Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 in Houston, as well as the Locked On SEC podcast, and Gordy, as always, my man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon?
5: I'm good, John. I'm just uh, catching up on a couple stories I missed in the last hour, including Pete Samel saying the ACC might add Cal and Stanford. Yeah, geography doesn't matter. Let's just uh, make stupid moves and add dumb schools. Stupid. I mean,
4: is that like is that like having happen? Like, how do you not have that go into place where you got these teams looking for other teams and conferences to go to? Like, it feels like it's going to happen, right? You're going to have Cal Berkeley part of the. Atlantic Coast Conference, somehow.
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. At what point, dude, does common sense have to prevail here? No. Cal and Stanford joining the Atlantic Coast Conference. Mm. Nowhere near the Atlantic Coast. Off on the Pacific Coast, in fact. Um, crossing four time zones. It's just, it, none of this makes any sense. I get it's all about, oh, it's about TV and eyeballs. Yeah, great, but enjoying nobody going to the game. Like, how many people that are fans of Virginia Tech are going to make the trip out to Cal and Stanford on the West Coast. Like, nobody can afford that. Like, it's just, it's getting ridiculous here, and and I can't help but praise Greg Sankey by the day about keeping conference expansion at least somewhat within the footprint. You know, when you added Missouri and A&M, they were both kind of in the the southern region. Uh, You add Oklahoma and Texas, Oklahoma not too much further past Arkansas. Uh, you know, Austin, Texas, only a couple hour drive from College Station. So Texas and Oklahoma still very much, you know, maybe not so much southeast, but definitely southern and, and part of the SEC makes sense. Uh, I just cannot get over some of these conferences. Adding schools uh, like, like the Big Ten did and adding Oregon and Washington makes absolutely no freaking sense when you've got Rutgers and Maryland and Penn State. Yeah, you, you, you know what's going to cost to send the Penn State baseball team? or softball team out to go play Washington and Oregon in conference play. It's just, we've lost our damn minds. This is ridiculous.
6: Chris, how did they get so out of hand, out of control for the Pac-12? They were intact, and then Colorado leaves, and there are schools that are talking trash about them, but then a lot of those schools followed suit. So what happened in between those few days to make it all fall apart?
5: Well, this has been steamrolling. This started a couple of years back with the, the previous commissioner when they launched the Pac-12 network, and they couldn't get carriage rights with anybody. I, I'm a, I pay, a, I have Xfinity, Comcast, and I pay out the wazoo for all the sports channels, and I couldn't even get the Pac-12 network, even if I tried. Like I was like, I'll pay whatever. I just want to have all the sports channels. They're like, we don't even offer that. Um, I don't even know what what cable, you know, cable or. Uh, You know, satellite subscriptions even subscribed to the Pac-12 network. It was impossible to find. You had to pull up, like, illegal streams on your computer or phone late at night to even get the Pac-12 after dark uh, if it wasn't on any of the ESPNs. So that was where this thing first started was, you know, the SEC network launched. Great success. ACC network, not as successful, but at least they picked up a little bit of steam. Big Ten network does okay the Pac-12 network was an abject failure and nobody watches it. Nobody pays for it. In fact, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys. In two weeks, USC will open the season with San Jose State. The Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, it will air on the Pac-12 network that nobody gets. I don't know how you're going to watch it. How do you see the reigning Heisman Trophy winner play his week zero game? You can't You can't watch it. So, that was the first domino to fall. It's all about the TV ride. You guys have seen that. The dominoes fall the last couple of years with you know, the, the Big Ten coming to terms with their agreement, the, the, the uh, Big 12, uh, and the ACC, and, of course, the SEC signing their big deal with Disney. Um, there was no money left, and there were no networks left. Nobody wanted the Pac-12, and it, was, it got so bad, particularly once USC and UCLA jumped ship a couple months ago, announcing they're going to the Big Ten in 2024, that, you know, uh, Klyakov, uh, Klyakov, uh, uh, the, the the Pac-12 commissioner, he comes out and says, "Yeah, I mean, we, I think we got a, a revenue share deal with Apple TV," and it's like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you can't even get linear TV right, for uh, for our conference." And so that was the last straw, and that's where a lot of uh, that's where a lot of these um, commissioners said, "We're not having this. We're not signing this deal." And uh, lo and behold, that's what happened Friday: Oregon and Washington jumped ship.
4: So the question becomes of how you view this, Gordy. Do you view this as a bad thing for college football, college sports in general? Because everyone's got their opinion on it. Some people says it's ruined. Some people are saying that this is awful for student-athletes that are not in football. Like just What do you think are the negative impacts from this, and are they as evident as some people are trying to make them out to be?
5: Well, look, there there are positives in that your school is going to get a lot of revenue. Uh, I think even Cole Kubel pointed out that that eight – uh, eight of the Pac-12 schools are all getting more revenue uh, in their deal jumping ship than they would be had they just stayed in the Pac-12 and signed that current deal that was on the table. So uh, those schools are going to make more money, and, and that's good. That's what it's all about. But on the flip side, yeah, it's terrible for student-athletes that don't play football. Uh, it's terrible for the softball teams, the, the baseball teams. And, and I don't know if the schools really thought this out, but your expenses are going to go way up. Uh, I think of, uh, you know, think of when, when Arkansas played at BYU uh, last year. The, they, the equipment truck leaves on what, like Wednesday to go hit the road and start bringing all the equipment out there? Uh, you know, all the pads and all that kind of stuff. I mean, majority of schools don't fly that stuff. They still drive it across the country in their big uh, equipment trucks. And, you know, we think of it with the teams, like a lot of teams in, in the Pac-12, like if Cal's playing UCLA, they'll just take a bus ride over now you got to go fly commercial to go from, you know, uh, if you're Washington or Oregon, flying from your side of the country over to uh, the Big Ten cities. It's just you're going to incur so many more costs uh, with the other sports, and this is where Title IX comes in. And, you know, people, if we want to make the argument for Title IX, equal pay, equal all this, well, yeah, the softball teams, guess what? Y'all have to go travel all across God's green earth to go play your conference games now. Again, football is going to be fine. They're, uh, you know, they they don't mind footing the bill on, 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 on bigger expenses, but I just think of track and field, swimming and diving, again, softball, baseball, these non-revenue generating sports that are going to be eating up even more of your football revenue because it's so. It sucks for that. It sucks for students. I, I was reading a story on, on Saturday about a kid who committed to Oregon because, you know, his parents live on, on the, the, uh, whatever, the northern border of California, and it was easy for them to drive up to come see him play games, and drive across the West Coast to come see him. Well, guess what? Mom and Dad are not driving to come see you play now, because <laughs> you're going to have to go, go play games in Iowa, and Penn State, and Illinois, and you know across the Midwest, and Mom and Dad can't come see you play anymore. So I, those are the things I think about, and that's what makes It comes back to the simple point, guys. Why even have a conference? Like, why call it a conference? It's not a conference anymore. A conference is based on regionality and rivalry. And I'm sorry, but Oregon, Iowa ain't a damn rivalry. Uh, (laughs) Washington, Illinois ain't a rivalry. So we're losing all these great rivalries, and on top of it, we're losing regionality. Um, Why don't we just call it what it is? It's just college football, every man for himself, and uh, why don't we just have every school uh, negotiate their own TV rights because it's, it's just silliness to, to have this and call it a conference when you got teams in, in four different time zones.
6: Chris, where does this, does it end as far as expansion? Now we have conferences that are up to about sixteen teams, and we've always thought that there would be four conferences, about twenty teams each, or so, or sixteen to twenty each. And now it looks like it could be less than four conferences altogether. Um, where, where does this end?
5: Well, I would hope it ends at 16. I know there's talk of, uh, you know, some jumping to 18. So, you know, we'll we'll see. At least with 16, you know, I thought Greg Sankey and the crew had it kind of planned out right. And and I think we still will go to nine games in in 2025. I think the SEC will approve that next year. We'll go to a nine-game conference. And the math works out where you can keep three permanent opponents and everybody plays each other once every other year. And you go to everybody's house once every four years. I think that's the fairest way to do this. Uh, and you get everybody playing more often. You know, I, I bring this up all the time. Georgia has not, you know, A&M's been in the conference now, what, 12 years? And Georgia has still not been to Kyle Field? That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, you have places like Alabama went down to the Swamp uh, a year or two ago, and they hadn't been there in eight years. she went to Kentucky two years ago. They hadn't been there in a decade. I mean, it's just, there, there's so much of this where, you're in a conference, but you never see that team, uh, you know, another team. It just it doesn't make sense. So to me, 16 makes the most sense. I know people keep bringing up 18 or 20. Uh, what if we had two or three big 20-team conferences? It's just it's stupid. It doesn't make sense in my mind. Like, why would you have 20 teams in a conference when, you know, some of these conferences you only play eight conference games? Like, how do you have 20 teams and you only play eight of them? Like, it just, again, it goes back to it just doesn't make sense. So I would hope I would hope we cap it at sixteen across the board. At least that makes mathematical sense if you're going to play non-conference games. But I don't know, man. I think it's just everybody's kind of trying to look out and say, "How can we add? How can we add? How can we add?" And they're just looking at TV dollars, and that's that's what's winning out right now.
4: Well, see, Chris, you, you say that. So does that mean, in your mind, do you think the SEC is looking at it that way? We need to add, add, add because they've been the you know the champagne room that everyone wants to get into, but not everybody can. Are they looking to add? or Are they just sitting back with good with what they got and wait, letting the rest of college football or at least college sports uh, kind of cannibalize itself?
5: Yeah, I, I think I've talked about this before. The SEC is not looking, but they're listening. Um, you know, they they're not seeking out teams to join the SEC, but there's a couple of big brands that fit in their footprint that could be in the play if the ACC does crumble. You know, Florida State is one that makes absolute sense. I've I've talked about this before. I've driven from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, seeing LSU play a game, down over to Gainesville. And guess what? On I-10 eastbound, I stopped through Tallahassee. Like, you have to literally drive through Florida State to get to Florida. So, it's on the way. Uh, That one makes a lot of sense. Clemson, obviously, makes a lot of sense without, you know, being so close to South Carolina. North Carolina makes a lot of sense. You know that adds a different another state. You get the Charlotte market. Uh, you know all that kind of stuff. So, you know North Carolina would make sense. So there there are schools that make sense. But we've also heard the, the other side of this is that some of these schools are, are so protected by their contract. Like you know they were saying Florida State would have to pay twenty million plus just to get out of their current deal, and it, it's just it's a lot of money to to pay. So I don't know if it's going to happen, but. We'll see. All it takes is a few teams to start jumping ship from the ACC, and then suddenly they're starting to crumble. So we'll see what happens with them. But them, unlike the Pac-12, the ACC put protection's in. I couldn't believe when I heard the Pac-12 had no protection's in. That Literally, any school could just jump ship at any point. Like, why do you even have a conference set <laughs> if you're not protecting your your own butt and saying, no, 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 you guys are under contract for 10 more years? Like, uh, that part was crazy. But, yeah, look, I, I think Greg Sankey's going to look around and, and listen and if Florida State or Miami or, uh, you know, North Carolina call and say, hey, we'd be interested, I think he certainly would take that meeting and say, let's hear him out. But I think in the back of his mind, he's also thinking the same thing I've been talking about. Is, Look, 16 makes sense mathematically. Anything more than that is, is tough to make it work where you get a good rotation to play everybody.
6: ACC is looking to add Cal and Stanford, and uh, would would that be enough to kind of Save what they have going on and appease some of these teams? And does that make the ACC more enticing for a better TV deal to be able to hold everything together and please Florida State, Miami, and some of those schools that are looking for better deals?
5: Well, the only way it makes sense is mathematically it gets the ACC to 16, and that's where everybody else is, right? The Big 12 at 16, the SEC at 16, so. Uh, the Big Ten, I can't even keep track of how many they're at, but I think they're around 16. Um, you yeah, know, at least with, uh, with that, yeah, it would get the ACC on par with, with the other conferences. But again, I just, I don't know how you tell your schools, your academic institutions, hey, Duke. Uh, yeah, I know you're a basketball school and all that, but, uh, you know, your, your lacrosse team, y'all have to travel across the country to go play, uh, Cal and Stanford. It just, it's, and then who's gonna who's gonna pay to go to these games? You know what I mean? Like Duke and Duke basketball playing uh, Cal basketball. Okay, yeah, people will come out for that. But you know, Duke football versus Cal football is that going to be a big seller. Uh, you know, Georgia Tech versus Stanford. People going to watch that? I just wonder. You know, at what point do we say, yeah, more TV revenue? But God, we're spending a lot more money on expenses when it comes to Title IX and these other sports and everything else.
4: Yeah, Gordy, have you ever seen or know of any time in major sports where a game has changed as much as college football has in the past five years? Because I feel like every aspect of it is completely different, not necessarily in a bad way, but just it's changed. I don't, I can't remember any time you've ever seen any sort of sport at a major level change as much as college football has so, so quickly, so recently.
5: No, and I'm trying to think, like, the geography thing. I remember um, – you know when, when Jim Crane, uh, owner of the Astros, bought the team uh, back years ago, he you know part of the deal was that, that the league said y- you can buy the Astros, but you have to move to the American League because we have too many teams in the NL. We kind of you know we kind of have to offset this, so they moved the Astros to the American League West. Geographically, it makes no sense that the Astros play in the American League West. They have to travel out to the West Coast, play the Oakland A's, the Los Angeles Angels, the Seattle Mariners. Texas Rangers make sense, but, uh, you know, it just makes no sense for the Astros to go play out on the West Coast. Uh, I remember when they redid the, the NBA conference years ago, you know, in New Orleans, you know, when they got their expansion, they put them in the Southwest region, uh, playing Houston and Dallas and San Antonio, I guess you're right next to Texas, but then Memphis gets thrown in there. Memphis is almost almost practically on the, on the Eastern side. So it's just, there's a lot of things in pro sports that, you know, changes that have been made in the last 20-plus years, where it doesn't make sense geographically, but at least they try their best. Here with college football, again with what the Big Ten and the Big Twelve are doing, and, and, and now the Pac-12 uh, disintegrating, and possibly the ACC adding Cal and Stanford. Like none of this makes any sense geographically, and I think that's to me what's just so mind-boggling. Is like what's what's the point if I can't go travel to see my team play on a road game because they're you know three time zones away? Just it, that to me is what's so mind-boggling.
6: School's getting into fall camp, and the season is right around the corner. What are you most looking forward to at this point?
5: Well, the coaches poll came out today, guys, and I, I was kind of—I mean, not surprised—but when I tell you that Georgia won, Michigan two, Bama three, Ohio State four, LSU five, three of those five schools are all working in new quarterbacks. It's just fascinating how—I mean, Georgia. Look, we know they're surrounded by talent everywhere. But Carson Beck hasn't started a game. We don't know if he's going to be any good. Alabama still has a, a three man quarterback battle, and we're three weeks out. And Ohio State, yeah, they've recruited very well. But again, you're replacing TJ Stroud, who's the number two pick in the draft. So it's it just it's fascinating to me that those schools just get the benefit of the doubt when we talk about you know, what's the most important position in all of football. It's the quarterback. And you know, I, I look at schools like, yeah, Michigan's got their quarterback back. LSU's got Jade Daniels back. USC's got Caleb Williams back. You go on down the list, and you feel good about it. I, I was just a little surprised Arkansas didn't. I, I thought Arkansas would get some boats in there. And for Ole Miss and freaking A and M to sneak in there, A and M coming at number twenty five, I was just like, God, did, did we forget they went five and seven last year and had an abysmal season? So, yeah, it's just funny. I mean, some some schools just get the benefit of the doubt, and then others. You know, even with everything LA, Arkansas brings back, K.J. Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, Sam Pittman, I, I, an upgraded O.C. with Danny Enos, all these pieces, yet Arkansas still not get any respect.
4: Well, Gordy, also uh, one thing though I wanted to bring up to you as well is in Houston, I know that's uh, obviously the city you're at and cover everything, Major League Baseball. It's been some big news for the Astros, especially with some of the moves that's been made. As to, uh, how's, how's the excitement level gotten to the point to when you're adding some of the, the big players that they've added?
5: Yeah, they, they made the trade for Verlander. He pitched really well on Saturday. Unfortunately, they, they didn't give him any run support, and so they lost that game to the Yankees. But they ended up splitting the series. And uh, they had an off day today. They're actually at the White House visiting uh, Joe Biden and crew, and uh, kind of a cool thing there to get to celebrate it and all that. Uh, and then a big series starting tomorrow night. I know I don't know if anybody has paid attention, but the Baltimore Orioles are one of the best teams in all of baseball this year, and that's uh, who the Astros play next. So. They're going to, have to play really well in that series. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I think I like the moves they made. Uh, for some reason, the Texas Rangers just won't lose. They're on a 16-win <laughs> streak, and the Astros are two-and-a-half behind them in the standings. Just can't catch them to, to win back the, the ALS the, division lead. But it's going to be some fun storylines to watch down the stretch of the baseball season. But uh, I like all the moves the Astros made. Uh, they're calling up a guy who played for them years ago. John Singleton is his name. Uh, was cut from the organization years ago. And uh, they reclaimed him a couple weeks back, and he's been in Triple A, just crushing homer after homer. And news came out today; they're calling him up to, to join the team tomorrow night. So we'll see what he can do. But uh, yeah, man, anytime you add a, a Justin Verlander caliber player back to your team, it just makes you that much stronger. So it's gonna be fun to see uh, how it all plays out. And man, we got some tight division races going down the down the stretch here.
4: No doubt it's an exciting time. Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 as well as the Locked on SEC podcast. Gordy, as always, man, we appreciate you hopping on with us. Try not to get too crazy out there with conference realignment, man. It's wild.
5: Yeah, man. John, you're invited to my conference anytime, all right?
4: (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I'm sure that'll get me really far with the television rights, my man. Get only all that money. But, yeah, we appreciate it, Gordy. we got a lot more to come up. we still got to get to our Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Have some audio to play for you from the Razorback Camp and some updates there and keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services.
7: Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports, brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile.
0: Sports Center.
3: Days two and three of the Arkansas football fall camp were over the weekend. Arkansas running backs coach Jimmy Smith met with the media on Saturday. He was asked if it was difficult to manage a loaded running back room.
2: Honestly, from the outside, it's difficult. For me, it's fun. (laughs) So I got one A, one B, one C. And I got Dominique on the way and Isaiah on the way, so it's, it ain't difficult for me. It's fun. So they compete, like I say about the guys all the time. It's fun because I know one going there and run for 10, I know the other one's saying, give it to me so I can run for 15. The next one's saying, give it to me so I can run for 20. So they're not selfish at all. All the ones see each other be successful.
3: Paul Camp continues today. Stay tuned to The Buzz for updates. And the Arkansas Travelers whilst all six meetings with the San Antonio Missions. The Travelers will now hit the road to face the Midland Rockhounds. That series starts tomorrow. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think.
8: If you haven't stopped by Archmarine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tohatsu motor. Archmarine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Archmarine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit.
6: com.
3: Come check out the latest in large-scale logging equipment, attachments, supplies, tech, and services at the Southwest Forest Products Expo August 11th and 12th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Watch the Timberworks Lumberjacks Competition, see Chainsaw Sculptures by Artistry and Wood, and visit the online video arcade. Fun for the whole family. Visit www.arkloggers.com for schedule info, training workshops, and links to our online ticket hub. Adults over 16 are $5 to enter. Kids under 6 or free. See you in Hot Springs at the Southwest Forest Products Expo.
8: Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus. and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades, and that commitment is paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance.
0: See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple you need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick, it's easy, hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So, if you're feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain and loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care.
4: Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with just and more, David and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern dot com.
0: It's not just about the size of the meat; it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hogs going tempo, right up on the ball, second and eight. Shovel pass, Sanders got a lot of room to the thirty-five, to the forty, to midfield. there. He goes. Rocket to the thirty, to the twenty, to the ten. Touchdown, Arkansas. Seven. Three yards, and just like that, the hogs are back in business. On one oh three seven, the buzz
1: Becky was a beauty from South Alabama. Daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer. Think he even did a little time in the slammer. What was I thinking? She stuck out one night and met me by the front gate. Her daddy came out. Going to get
4: some more of your phone calls and text messages here on Out of Bounds. But first, I'm going to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet and them having the best deals when it comes to all your vehicle needs. We have told you about the Chevy Silverado deals that they have. When they have full-size vehicles, the Equinoxes. The Tahoe's, well, what it is, they always are having great deals year-round, and there's a reason for that because they're the best in the business. They want to make sure that they give you the vehicle that you deserve and that you can afford and make it as seamless of a process as humanly possible. They have great inventory right now. So if you're looking for a new vehicle, maybe you were out on the roads this morning and felt like, man, with this storm and this rain, I don't don't feel totally comfortable with this. We'll go get you something safe and something new over at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville, off the Gregory Street exit. It's at thirteen hundred one Tpy Drive. Not only do they have a great sales staff, but their service is impeccable. It is the best in the business, and again, there's a reason why everyone recommends them. Everyone knows them, and there is only one place to get your Chevy vehicle, and it's at Guatney Chevrolet. So again, check them out today at Guatney Chevrolet and Guatney Chevrolet. Appreciate Chris Gordy joining us in the previous segment. Now we have a few things that we'll dive into here as uh, part of the, uh, I guess, the uh, whole ordeal with Reaction Monday uh, presented by Fleet Management Services because there's just been reactions to college football and the madness going on with that, as well as ball camp updates and the fun stuff with that too. And, of course, uh, everyone chiming in on our Southern Structural Solution Buzz text line. But, you know, it's that time of year where predictions are getting thrown around and people are given their overreactions to fall camp stuff. You know, they hear from one player and they're like, okay, well, hey, this player's going to be great because of this. Or they see a highlight of one player getting burned. It's like, oh, the, this player's going to suck. They're terrible. <laughs> it's never the same. But that's kind of like what's fun about it. we had, like, talking season. This is like uh, you know, a balance in between, of like, you get stuff to look at and see that's actually meaningful, like practice, but you're still just talking about it and, and, and hyping it up. It's like the balance between the two. That's what it feels like, at least.
6: Yeah, you can't just take everything from what's going on now because players have to be able to get back into the mix and and be used to being in that type of setting. And even though they are in a practice setting, it still doesn't replicate what happens in a game. So it's a build-up to the entire process. It's a completely different thing. And uh, also from our Southern Structural
4: Solution text line, says, uh, William Sardis, What do you guys think is going to happen to independent schools like Notre Dame with the conferences this big? The big conferences are not going to have the big non-con games because they're going to have to play more conference games, I would think. It may force their hands to actually end up joining a conference. Notre Dame will eventually get into a conference. Thank goodness. It's been way too long. You guys have been sitting on your own little island on NBC for too long. You need to join a conference. And you would think it'd be the ACC, since that's where all the other sports that they have is part of that conference, except football. So... It seemed like it would be seamless, but hey, if they get a better deal, as we've seen, people may jump ship pretty quickly,
6: too. Maybe BYU could, uh, they're, they're already going to the Big 12, so they're, you know, the first domino to fall as far as, you know, maybe getting Notre Dame to do the same thing.
4: Because I guess at this point it's Notre Dame and then the military academies, right? Because those, are those still independent, like Navy yeah, and Army yeah. and everything? So independent may be a, a thing of of old. In the the way military
6: it's going. academies that's unique, though. If they stay independent, they'll still be able oh, yeah. to get some games.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. That, that'll be that'll be something
6: where they're not having
4: to join a conference. They're good. They're they're fine. But uh, Notre Dame people say, oh well, they don't have to join a conference. That's true. They don't. But they would make a lot more money if they did. Like, they're making good money, but they could still make more if they joined a conference. And they want more. I and mean, we all want more. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It just means more. We all want more. That's all uh, what it's about. But uh, before we get to your Razor Hog updates, let's go to uh, Heath and Cabot. What's up, Heath? You there, Heath? Okay, I guess we uh, I guess we lost Heath then. All right, well, we'll go ahead and move All the way to our Razor Hog update. Hear from some of the coaches and players over the weekend. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you.
0: Touchdown,
5: Arkansas!
0: (laughs) Arkansas wins a national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed a dream season! On by... 9 k This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans, online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update,
4: Sam Pittman met with the media and was really excited about Andrew Armstrong and some of the other wide receivers.
7: He's fast, and he's big. You know, it's kind of, I'm old D2 player, you know, where I was in AIA, but they're D2 now. It's kind of neat to bring a couple guys from Division Two ball that had, you know, both I think had about a thousand yards in catches, and then, you know, they developed later. And here comes Armstrong, and and uh, he's fast and big. We was talking about it actually on the golf cart right over here, because he had made a catch in a, from KJ in a two-minute drill, and he's just, he's I mean, KJ really believes in him and those things but you got him and Tesla and gee, I was I was excited about Satena you know he did some good things Dave part of it was his blocking his ability to go in there and, and mix it up um, but you know with Wilson and and Bakke and those guys i I just feel like we're going to have a, a nice receiver core and we certainly have the size uh, that we need out there.
4: also we got a chance to hear from Scott Fountain, the special teams coordinator for Arkansas, talking about Max Fletcher, the punter. They're trying to make some to make some moves with the special teams, get a little bit more consistent, but especially in the punt game.
1: I think so. He had a really good spring, uh, really, really good summer. We do a lot of charting in the summer as well. I was really proud of him there. Today was our first day to punt live, and I think out of his three punts, he hit what I'd call an A ball. The second ball is a B ball, you know. So two of the three were pretty decent balls, but I, I think he's heading in the right direction. You know, when I when I was uh, when I was at Georgia, Jake Kamara was a punter we had then. And Jake was a really good talent coming out, very much like Max. But um, he, his first year at Georgia, he had an okay season. But his second year, he was just off the charts. So I, I'm hoping to see Max do the same. I think that first year as a punter is a really tough tough task. So you've had uh, Scott Fountain be the coordinator for a while,
4: but you have a new strength and conditioning coach, of course, with Ben Souders. And uh, he's been really happy with how things have been going this summer, but he's not satisfied yet.
1: I thought we had an outstanding summer. You know, um, really, really excited where we're at, but I'm not satisfied where we're at. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're here to get better every single day. We're gonna push the envelope with that. We made a lot, a lot of strides. We've gotten faster. You know, we've got 36% of our guys that at the GPS that can run 21 miles an hour faster. So we got five guys that can run 22 faster. Uh, we got 61% of our team that can run over 20 miles an hour. That's that's everybody. I'm talking about O-line, D-line, tight ends, and your skills. You got you got over half your team being able to run twenty. So got faster, strength numbers went up. Um, very pleased. Uh, the gains that we made, the camaraderie, the to- that togetherness that we've uh, we've accomplished. But uh, we got to turn it up a notch as as we get here in training camp. And finally, Chris Poopall was talking big about those transfer
4: linebackers because there's a lot of new names on this team that many people haven't heard of.
2: they both doing a good job. Uh, Antonio came in, you know, very vocal leader, very vocal type guy. And, you know, he leads by action. Today we see we got to see him run today too, and he was doing pretty well. Uh, like I said earlier, Jaheem Thomas, you know, he, he was moving around fluently today. You know, it's the first day, so, you know, we're going to make mistakes and things like that, but I feel like he, he left no room for error, and he just went out there and... Just play it all out. just played his hardest today.
4: Going to continue to have fall camps throughout the rest of the week with Razorbacks, and I know we'll hear from all different coaches and players, and we'll keep you updated on that. But also, <laughs> Arkansas women's basketball took care of business against in Croatia All Stars as part of the three games of the Europe tour, and they won one twenty-four to twelve. It's not a typo or anything. No, they actually legitimately won 124-12 to 12 to start it out. So uh, kudos to them. In fact, I was looking at the box score. There is a box score provided, and uh, it was a, a pretty absurd thing as uh, you don't have any names for the in-Croatia All-Stars. This, the box score just has in-Croatia All-Stars and in a number. And they also just... That's all they need. And, and according to this, Joe, I don't... I, again, I didn't watch it. I'd like to know, but according to this, every single player played all 40 minutes. Uh, so I don't know if that's true. I, and again, that's just the box score. I have a bunch of stuff for Arkansas. But how many man, players? Five. Okay, so yeah, they yeah they would have played all. That's all what 40. I'm that's what I'm saying. But I was like, man, no subs, no 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 people. you can bring any of our breather. Nah, now they're like good. That? Man, okay, okay. So maybe it's a it's an interesting box score though. I know that they're they're doing the best over there that they can uh, to make it happen, but. Um, you had let's see, I'm counting the numbers. You had eight Razorbacks in double figures. <laughs>
7: four, four, <laughs> seemed
4: like that. it may be more than that. Oh, my goodness, that's that's impressive. So, that's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Uh, before we take our final break, real quick, let's uh squeeze Ro in. What's up, Ro?
2: Hey, what's up? Hey, Coach Neighbors, you ain't fooling us. We know who y'all face. Right. They, they went and got five mothers, uh, just from around around the area, slapped them together and, and, and ran out there. Ain't no way to beat a real team by 112 <laughs> points. But um, to get back to what was talking conference realignment, Notre Dame is going to end up in the Big Ten Here's out. If you pay attention to how these TV deals and contracts been going, like the Big Ten got NBC, Fox, and somebody else or whatever, um, Notre Dame's going to end up there because it's going to turn into a regional battle. Big Ten is closing. They're going to get 20. SEC has, what, four more to go?
4: So we're going to have 20, to get yeah. 20.
2: So they're going to bust down the ACC. ACC going to get bust down because the Big 12 locking basketball down, so they'll be around. They're going to bust the ACC down. So we'll probably end up with, like, Carolina schools, you know what I'm saying, maybe Clemson, something like that, and then your Virginia schools or whatever, those, uh, like I said, more northern ACC schools. The big, uh, big Ten may take two of them in. I'm thinking maybe Virginia Virginia Tech, something like that. And that's how they're going to end up busting that down. Because, And then they'll end up making Notre Dame pick. And Notre Dame's going to end up picking the Big Ten because every team that they play or have a rivalry, rivalry with is in the Big Ten at that point. Yeah. USC, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, all those teams, they'll be in the Big Ten because Apparently Miami might go Big Ten, and that makes sense because of some type of state legislation in Florida to where, uh, I don't it's confusing. But anyway, Miami and Florida, they're probably not going to come to the SEC because of some type of stuff with Florida. It's crazy. I-
4: yeah, it's great. Hey, Roe, we appreciate the call. We're up against it, though, man. We got three and out and on of bounds yeah, coming right up next.
8: Dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at... 501- 382 or visit littlerockmensclinic.com The Offspring return live in concert let the bad times roll tour with special guests Sum 41 and Simple Plan Simmons Bank Arena Saturday August 12th get tickets now at ticketmaster.com
7: All About Tire & Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler. Always treating customers like family. All About Tire & Brake Tire Pros is family owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire & Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com.
8: Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their summer auto loan special. Do not let the summer pass you by without going out on the lake or spending some time with the family, picnicking or camping or taking advantage of only 2.49% interest on a new ride. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply today at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union with their new branch in Sheridan with continuous service in Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties.
6: Greenway is partnering with local food banks for our fifth annual Food Bank Backpack Program fundraiser. These programs send healthy food home with kids facing food insecurity
8: so they can go to school ready to learn. A $10 donation provides a child with up to 40 meals. And that's not all. Two lucky participants will win one of Jason
6: Aldean's personal John Deere Gators. To donate, text Go Backpack to 44321 or visit any of our 32 Greenway locations. Do you find yourself asking, what's up with the economy? Well, to address the state of the markets, answer your questions, and help you feel more secure about the future of your economy, GenWealth Financial Advisors is bringing LPL Financial's chief economist, Jeffrey Roach, live and in person, Tuesday, August 22nd at 630 at the Chennault event venue. The event's free, but seating is limited. Call 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526 to reserve your seats. Morning Mayhem on
4: location Wednesday at Hunter's Refuge in Whitehall for their 25th anniversary sale. Save up to 75% on select items and prices slashed throughout the store to only 25 bucks. Sale kicks off
8: Wednesday with Morning Mayhem on location at Hunter's Refuge.
0: There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hog's Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hog's Meat Market, the steak people.
3: Their time
1: is done. It's over.
3: Over? Did you say over?
1: Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call
0: Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are.
4: Boom. Out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, first off, uh, there are some sports news that have been happening that I uh, meant to get to a little bit earlier, but uh, <laughs> we got this uh, this thing with uh, the like NFL and what's going on with it. In this case, it's always funny to see you know, pay players wanting money or trade requests or anything like that, but uh, apparently it comes from uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Devin White says his trade request was, quote, Just a little selfish. He said he got a little selfish with it, but he's returned with a positive attitude. He's gonna be focusing on the twenty twenty three season. He says, I don't think there's no regret. I just don't think I don't think it's just about getting paid. It's about being a guy who was drafted here and doing a lot for the program. Just wanna be the long term guy, you know. You wanna be a guy like Levante David. He was and has been here forever. I wanted to be that next guy, and, you know, we just couldn't make it happen the way we wanted to. So, see, it's not everybody you know, is looking back on the times when, say, that they're all about being selfish and about money. He says that uh, he was maybe a little bit
6: too selfish when it was going on. But, hey, he's looking forward to the next season, and that's what it's all about. New Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud has been named starter for their first preseason game versus the Patriots. So... It doesn't mean that he's going to be named the starter for the season, but he will start the first game of the preseason, getting the C.J. Stroud era started with the Texans. So I got to ask, I know this is off the top of my head,
4: but it just made me think, how many NFL teams are going through quarterback battles right now that doesn't have a starter like named, probably?
6: The Bucks would be one with Baker, <laughs> Baker and yeah. uh, Kyle Trask. Yeah. Don't think that there's much like with C.J. Stroud, you don't expect that to be right. a battle. Bryce Young has already been named the starter. All right. Um, the Colts are, are they're going to go with Anthony Richardson? Are they going to do that? Yeah. I yeah, think that, so. It seems like they should do that. Uh-huh. So it, it doesn't seem like there are many battles. Yeah. But we know that the Bucks that, that definitely is a
4: battle. <laughs> it's an ongoing battle. Anytime Baker's there, it's always going to be a battle. But just probably not for the reasons that he was going to be. The Cardinals,
6: because Kyla Murray isn't expected to begin the season. That's right, yeah. Colt McCoy is the long-term veteran there. But there could be some competition, and they're not just going to hand it over to Colt McCoy. And also, uh, I was just thinking about,
4: like, the Saints. They got their guy.
6: Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah. And
4: And then the the Falcons. Are they still? Yeah, they're going with Desmond Ritter. They
6: already named him the starter.
4: Okay. Uh, It just didn't seem like we had a whole lot of quarterback competitions, but I guess there's probably good reason for that, too. Another NFL uh, little piece of news is that uh, running back, who is a free agent, Kareem Hunt, he's visiting the New Orleans Saints. And we are going to be doing that on Tuesday. And the Saints are looking for some depth because they've been uh, losing some players. You know, Benjamin was the latest to be put on IR because of a ruptured Achilles. And we know that Alvin Kamara will be suspended for the first three games. So it looks like Kareem Hunt may be checking it out. I was surprised to see that no one has really given him a shot or that he's still in the free agency. Because uh, knowing how uh, explosive of a player he could be. But uh, he, he has a chance to go to the Saints. And they're in desperate need.
6: So maybe they can get something done. Bryson DeChambeau has won his first live event. He won... Live golf, Greenbrier shot a final round Sunday of 12 under 58, and he he was able to hold a really long birdie to get it done in the end. Shoot a 58 and come away with a win.
4: Yeah, I saw uh, like like that story, and when I first read it, when I saw Greenbrier, I couldn't help but think of Greenbrier, Arkansas. I was just like, I don't know if they have a golf course over there, but maybe one day they'll be able to get to that point. Uh, so I always think it's cool to see fan per- participation in things that aren't really sports-related. And what I mean by or at least not game-related, what I mean by that is if I see a bunch of fans showing up for a spring practice or a bunch of fans showing up to uh, see a coach in person, whatever it is, I find it fascinating, and the Philadelphia Eagles fans showed up in droves. It was incredible to see the amount of fans that showed up just for an open practice there at, at their home stadium. I'm not saying it was filled but it's probably fifty to sixty percent filled, and I think Eagles fans are excited about the chances of their team making a run in a Super Bowl championship this season. And uh, that was pretty cool to see. So yeah, I think Eagles fans are pumped. everybody's pumped,
6: but Eagles fans, man, they got expectations out the wazoo right now. With the Astros visiting the White House, Joe Biden had some fun with Dusty Baker. I tell you, remarkable
7: achievements led by, and this is not hyperbole, the legendary Dusty Baker. <laughs>
6: Worst part was I remember rooting for him as a kid, and I was older than he was. (laughs) Dusty, it wasn't easy. People counted you out saying you're past your prime. Hell, I know something about that. (laughs) So there it is, President Joe Biden having some fun with Dusty Baker, manager of the Astros at the White House. So we're talking about
4: the fights that uh, might be potentially happening, and one of them being Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Well, Mark Zuckerberg says he's ready to fight Elon Musk. And even challenged him to an August 26th fight, but people are saying that Elon Musk is is ducking him, saying that it's not going to be happy. In fact, Zuck said, I'm ready today. I suggested August 26th when he first challenged, but he hasn't confirmed. Not holding my breath. And Elon says, hey, listen, it's going to be live streamed on X. All proceeds will go to charity for veterans. I am lifting weights throughout the day, preparing for the fight. I just don't have time to work out, so I just bring them to work. But he says he's getting into the gym and he's going to be ready for it. They just got to figure out a day. And also Mark Zuckerberg that, uh, revealed that he eats 4,000 calories a day. And that includes a hefty McDonald's order of 20 McNuggets, a quarter pounder, of large fries, Oreo McFlurry, apple pie, and maybe some side cheeseburgers for later as he's bulking up. Well, he, that's one way to do it, and that's uh, one heavy meal. But hopefully this fight ends up happening because it'll be this, for the sake of entertainment purposes, it'll be worth watching.
6: We hear funny stories from podcasts all the time. This was from New Heights with Jason and Travis Kelsey. They had Julian Edelman on. Had a funny story about Randy Moss.
7: Mr. What's Randy telling you? Just be bigger and faster than everybody? I just remember Randy. Hey, Jules. Hey, Jules. He used to call me Edelnut.
0: Edelnut? Hey,
2: Edelnut, get my hot
7: tub about 103
2: and get my Gatorade.
0: <laughs> so you have metal tubs and hot tubs?
8: Yes. He never wanted to go on the regular hot tub. He had to have, it was like menthol, rubbing alcohol in there. And he'd go, Edelnut, go get my towel, my Gatorade, and make that hot tub about 103,
7: 102. Don't f*** <laughs> it up. Yes, sir. <laughs>
8: <laughs> this one time, Randy, it was like the day before Christmas, and we had to work. We had a game on Christmas or something, and Randy was talking to his mom. I just walked by. I was like, hey, Randy, tell Mama Moss. I said, Merry Christmas. He
4: goes,
2: Edelnut, when I'm talking to my mother mom, you shut the f*** up.
5: <laughs>
2: I looked at I walked away. Yeah. He had contact.
7: I was
1: so scared. I was a rookie. He's like, don't you talk to me when I'm talking to my mom.
3: <laughs> but he'd always love me up, too, you know. Yeah, of He's course. Just a- Great stories Man. that come
4: out around this time. I love Randy Moss stories, especially ones like that. I always want to give the heads up to any of you single guys out there. If there's ever a, a very, as Ray Tucker sitting over here, just perked up a little bit. But, hey, that's okay because Natalie Portman is officially back on the market because she has split with her husband of 11 years who allegedly cheated on her with a 25-year-old. So if you're a big Natalie Portman guy, just know that she is now single, and
6: uh, possibly looking so shoot your shot see what happens and maybe it works out for you angus cloud his mom revealed that he did not intend to take his life she says uh she was thanking friends and she says i want you all to know that i appreciate the love for our family at this shattered time also want you to know that although my son was in deep grief about his dad's untimely death his last day was a joyful one she said that uh, he had intent on staying in the home that he loved, and he also spoke of the intent to provide for his sisters at college and help his mom through emotional, emotional and financial uh, hard times that were going on, so he did not intend to end his life. Uh, just a real quick
4: reminder, folks. Uh, we meant to mention it earlier, but we got the tailgate party for 1037 The Bus, September 2nd, behind Double B's at Fair Park and Markham. And it's going to be going down. Looking forward to that, like we have it for every Little Rock game, and it's going to be happening again. So we look forward to seeing you out there. But we're done here. Appreciate everybody listening in. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, you better stay tuned because we got Drive Time Sports coming up next.
3: Sports fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewski's is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and 2-hour Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out...